Alexa, sing the technology song. Technology, technology, where would I be without technology? Without the Wi-Fi, I couldn't say hi. As for music, I couldn't choose it. Shopping lists would cease to exist, and time would be on your wrist. I thank my lucky stars that I'm here today. I hope that you'll agree. Give me one, two, three shouts aloud for tech, 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 technology. Ooh, technology. Alexa, thank you. You're welcome. What is this? A crossover episode? If this were like a movie about three white kids with an Asian grandpa that taught them karate, Sean would be Rocky. I'd be Colton. You'd be Tom Tom. Damn, you remember the names? Yeah. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to No Boundaries Podcast, where we cross over with the When We Feel Like It podcast, and we just have this big podcast party on Sean's couch. <laughs> yeah, Basically. Yeah. Basically. How y'all boys doing, man? Man, it's, oh, I'm good, man. It, it feels good to not have to just record every week, you know, just take it easy. It's the summertime, man, you know. I'm good, bro. I, I, I wish I wish I I wish I came into the summer with more um, blockbuster shit to talk about. Like I've been kind of underwhelmed by the movies and TV shows that I've been watching. Mm. It's usually a lot better than than to, for me. It's usually a lot better. I can't speak for y'all. Any in particular that's underwhelmed you? I mean, honestly, man. Um, I mean, obviously, the Black Mirror that we'll get to that was that was pretty fucking disappointing. But that's just my take. Um and um I mean that's really it. I was kinda looking forward to that. I'm kinda I'm kinda worried about Stranger Things three. I just think that it's gonna be some bullshit, but hopefully it proves me wrong. And there's been some shit that's caught me off guard that's been actually pretty decent to me. I like Brightburn. Uh that was, you know, I didn't I didn't really go in there with high expectations. So when I got what I got, I was like, oh, this is cool. I, f I fuck with this. Like, I I'd like to see more. I want to see where they're going with this. Or if that's all they're ever going to give us, that's fine, too. But, mm. yeah. Well, first and foremost, I'm doing well. <laughs> We're going to act like we care. Act like you care. Yeah. I mean, now that the finals are done, like, my must-see TV is, is, is kind of on a standstill, like, I don't get too devoted into, oh, I need to DVR these shows and make sure I see these shows on a weekly basis. And, you know, I'm slow on Netflix. I just finished Black Mirror like two days ago. Mm. I still haven't finished When They, when they See Us. So I was just, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, try, I try to keep my TV watching in two-hour stints. That's good. That's healthy. Because, like, I, I can't just sit there because I feel like I'm not being productive. Like, even if I get a good show, I can't just sit there and it's like, oh, I'm a binge four or five episodes because like nah I'm just throwing away my whole day or my whole evening even though even though show's good it's like man maybe I need to get up and do some laundry or, or do something like just move around and, and just stretch my mind out a little bit I got you how did you feel about the finals was it I, I can honestly say I mean I could say it was underwhelming 
But at the same time, like I tell people all the time, like I, it's certain players that I can watch in the NBA, and like I like Klay Thompson, I like I like Kawhi Leonard, like those are people I actually look for. I like you know Jimmy Butler, like there's just a few that I like looking for. So it was for me, it didn't matter who won because yeah. I mean, like it, it was it was cool to see Kawhi Leonard win because. I think his legacy is going to be the dynasty killer. Like, that's what he is now. And that's that's dope. And, like, you know, even though I think the whole cyborg thing is getting run into the fucking ground, I mean, it's funny that he has that personality that everybody looks at him like he's literally a cyborg. I mean, for a long time, people looked at LeBron and Kobe like they weren't from this planet because they did some crazy shit. But, um, I, I mean, I, I'm not even going to – I can't say it's underwhelming because I really didn't watch him like that. But I, I would mean, definitely yeah. say that I know that – as a person that pays attention to pop culture right now, it's gonna this this ain't really gonna be nothing to talk about in like a week. Nobody's really gonna care because it's not LeBron, or you know, and it's it's almost like people it's people that forgot that the Patriots won the Super Bowl because it's like eh, you know people people don't really pay attention to shit like that anymore. It's kind of getting boring now. It's like yeah, we'll talk about the champs for a couple of days and it's on to the next thing like anything else. I'm happy for Kawhi and um, Kyle Lowry, but I hate the fact that Drake is going to be running his mouth for an entire year. Fuck out of here, Drake. <sighs> Bro, that's how I felt. Like, like, I'm watching, like I'm watching the inevitable last night. I was like, wait, is Drake going to get a ring? I Googled that shit. Damn, Drake's going to get a ring. He's and, then I, and then I seen him on, on Instagram Live talking about, I'm going to design the rings and stuff. I was like, boy, this, I feel like I'm watching a DJ Khaled video or something like yeah, that. Just... Them boys gonna get OVO rings. Come on, man. But even even with me, like I'm a LeBron guy, and I think this has been the best final since they came back in 2016 when it was when they were down 3-1. Because it wasn't like, okay, Golden State's blowing out Cleveland every single night. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Like I I enjoyed the closeness of it. I, I enjoyed the competitiveness of the finals. I, de I definitely could tell by the score that it was pretty competitive. That was for sure. But I just hate the fact like Niggas was going down like they was going down. Like, that was whack, dog. And, like, but you can't do shit about that. Niggas injuries happen. Yeah. In injuries happen like free throws and ticks. Bro, I was like, wow. Like, this is how it's going to happen. But, I mean, and you can't. And now it's to the point where you really can't even say stay healthy. It's These guys are moving at a speed that is really not normal. It's you know? not healthy. <laughs> exactly. Right. And they're doing it repetitively for 80 games plus. So, it is what it is. Yeah, they were always talking about shortening the season, but they need know, to. They lose out on millions of dollars, so you know it's not going to happen. Man, that's ridiculous, man. That just puts you back into perspective of them being slaves and the owners being the owners. I mean, but I mean, even even with that, you got to let the players know. All right, cool. Yeah, for your health, we're going to shorten the season 15, 20 games, but that means I got to shorten your check too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I'm not I'm not getting thirty something mil just for. For just being on IR all year, so I ain't got nothing to say, man. I just, I, I, I will, I like, I like competitiveness. I think that that's something that society is missing these days. I think whenever it comes down to somebody saying, you know, hey, you gotta work hard for something, it's, it's, it's constantly glossed over because people don't believe in competition anymore. And you kind of see it in the NBA. That's why super teams are super teams now. But at the same time, last night showed you that. You could put this super team together. You still have to bust your ass with this super team in order to win. And what happens when this super team starts falling apart? Niggas got to step up. That's 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 what competitiveness is. Like, if you got a team of motherfuckers that's supposed to do something, like, they have one goal, no matter if your superstars fall, 
we expect to see another hero, you know, come up. Like, it was a game or two where uh, where Kawhi was kind of average. I would say Kawhi was kind of average last night. But he Van Lee, average. yeah, but Van Lee stepped up. Like the when they game, when they was like, "Who's going to be the MVP?" I was like, "God, this really could go to anybody." Yeah, honestly, because I thought Co- Kyle Lowry was going to get it because he was the most consistent when it came down to like what he does. He just played his game, but nobody had it. I mean, but Siakam he balled out that first game, kind of bailed out Kawhi, and then you had two games in the middle where Kawhi was Kawhi, and then like I said, Van Lee was it Van Vliet or Van Lee? Vliet. Van Vliet. Van Vliet. I mean, he bailed him out last night, big yeah. time, and and I know I know catch from Toronto in the in the Philadelphia series. If you look at his his uh his uh record, I mean um his stats, man, he was irrelevant. He was hella irrelevant. It was embarrassing how irrelevant he was, and like Siakam was gaining his name, you know. So it's I like shit like that. That's cool, but at the same time, we don't get enough of that. We don't get enough of that at all. So. It's good to see competition. I wish I'd have watched it more, but I just, I just don't really be in the mood, man, to sit there. I, I, I like highlights now. I guess I'm like a headline reader. I watch the highlights on YouTube. I don't listen to ESPN, none of that. Yeah, shit. I don't, I don't like, I don't care about what Matt Kellerman has to say. When I don't you, care about them guys. When you into content and shit, you know what the game is. You know bullshit when you hear it. So I don't really have to listen to these guys anymore. Like you can sit there and you can watch First Take or Undisputed, and you know, hey, this guy has a role to play here. He has to be anti whatever this other guy is saying because if they agree, then they got a ten minute segment. Oh yeah, I agree with everything you said. Let's move along. Yeah. That's it's just corny. entertainment yeah, before yeah. sports. Yeah, yeah. That's... Entertainment, sports. <laughs> ESPN. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, entertainment is first. Because I know a lot of those takes Skip Bayless has. He don't believe in that shit. He can't be that he fucking can't. delusional. He can't. he can't be that delusional, bro. He but can't. it's like, if I'm, getting, get, if I'm getting this check to be a contrarian, I'm going to do it. No matter how retarded I have to be. At the end of the day, a lot of, th- I mean, in that case, I can do it. Because I ain't like I'm out there kissing no man or no weird shit like that. I'm just having an opinion. You don't agree with it, you don't agree with it. Striking vipers? Is that what you're getting at? Oh, oh. It's funny as I watch that shit. I, I couldn't think about anything else but integrity. <laughs> and I just think about you and you just how you talk about integrity. And it's like, you know, first episode, Black Mirror, like, you ever notice that when you watch a Netflix show that when, after you watch it, the uh, the avatar of the of the show like it changes because like it'll reveal something, and like when you when Black Mirror um when you first watch it, it's just a, a like a shattered glass for the first episode, but once you watch um Striking Vipers like it reveals more about the episode and you're like oh if I'd have looked at the front cover I'd have kind of known what it was about yeah. you know but that was not the reality is because you watched it and it kind of like. Netflix like it changes and I never noticed that I guess I guess I'll just be in my own world but, I thought um, they were alternating them you know to keep the the titles fresh or whatever I thought they were alternating titles but what you saying makes sense though yeah I mean that could be it too I just I just never noticed and especially when I watch it on my phone because now nah, I think you're right okay because this was the first time I've ever watched them on my phone like I watched all three of them at, at work on my phone and, uh, Do I need to censor that out? No, you good. You're watching Netflix <laughs> at work. A, bro, it was a slow day. Hey, now you, you got to provide me with work to do. I'm not your supervisor, Chandler. You don't got to explain it to me. <laughs> I'm not going to write you up, man. You good, man. You good. I, I appreciate that. But yeah, man, like, all right, dog. Like, I don't, like I said, I don't even really want to break down these episodes because I don't really think there's nothing to break down. But yeah, 
you you have striking vipers, which to me is a is a pun, right? That's a pun, right? You didn't see the logo. Uh, That's all. So that shit is gay as fuck. It was intertwined snakes. <laughs> That's why I said it, it. It was crazy because I'm sitting there watching. I text y'all in the group chat. I was like, oh, this is like. The other one, like the first episode of last yeah, season. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because you seen them put those things on. Yeah, I seen them put the things on. Then they got to some shit. I was like, whoa. What kind of shit are y'all on? That was interesting. The weirdest thing to me was when the episodes, you know, when they, when they showed them niggas when they were young. And like, they were in there playing video games. And like, you can see like, from the jump, like, I'm like, dog, you got a, a beautiful girl in the room. And like, you out here, you a grown ass man playing video games. And like, your homeboy has this hold over you to where you don't want to leave the couch to play the video game. And then like when it's finally over, like they, they he does that weird shit where he starts humping them. And I was like, I'm looking like, see, this is that thing to me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, I was just gonna say they were overly excited as well. Like yeah. they were like I like super giggly and yeah. touchy and shit. They were like touching each other and it was wild. And yeah. they playing a Mortal Kombat style game. You don't need to stay up all night to play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like you whoop my ass about five times straight. All right, I'm getting frustrated. I got, I got to bounce. Exactly. Yeah. And and I already knew like this is that typical SJW bullshit where somebody's like, oh, we're just trying to redefine masculinity and all this dumb shit. And I'm like, but dudes don't act like that. Like I don't know dudes that act like that. That's a rare bunch of guys that to me they act like. They were already like I want to say late twenties, right? Because when about when when it said ten years later or whatever, he was in his thirty eight or thirty nine. So you in your late twenties, well out of college, and y'all on some, you know, some. I just felt like it was real childish, as two grown black men. Like I just didn't feel like that was authentic. But as you watch it and you get further into the show, you realize like, all right, that's what these guys are because they have a. a, a they're asphyxiated with each other. Like they, they, they like each other, bro. Like, <laughs> there's no way of getting around it. Like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like, Falcon and Meek Mill was on straight bullshit. Bro, like, what are you doing, Falcon? Oh, is, is this your Captain America? This is the new Captain. Is this America. your Captain America? God, he's he's damn it. Oh man, like I I was I I felt sorry for the gamer community. Because I feel like as, as far as the gamer community goes, it's like, damn, like, if your girl watches this show, she going to look at you like, oh, so this is what you and your niggas be all right? Like, you on the gay ass video gay game. Shit, you on the gay ass video game. They definitely put the gay in gamers. Bro. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, man, like, I feel it. Like, in all, in all honesty, I feel the shit. Because I've always kind of felt like, all right. I can see how somebody can get... Women always talk shit about men when it comes to, damn, you'd rather be with your niggas than be with me. So it's like, I understand that, but I felt like, come on, man. Y'all out here sword fighting. <laughs> and women, y'all gotta relax. Y'all be talking down on video games and shit and be playing Candy Crush 24 hours a day on your fucking phone. Dude. That's a video game, you slow-ass little girl. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? It's a, it's a really, really big market for uh, gamer girls that play like COD and like shit like that. Yeah. And, and the like, camera on and the, the camera, they camera be damn near full size them and the game be on the small cam side. Exactly. And it's really it's like, like it, a, a lot of guys be, they, these guys be playing them because they get to see a chick with nice, nice, a nice rack. And they, no, see, they just get to see a woman period. Yeah, exactly. And those be those weirdo gamer dudes that don't get out. And they, you know, I, I actually know like a, a few females that like they do that and they get paid for it. So it's like it's a it's a market for them. Yeah, you know a lot of people. Hey, <laughs> I mean, it's shut the fuck up, man. I thought I knew a lot of people. You know a lot of people. I, 
more like associate. How have you found these these young ladies? Where, where did you meet from? Somebody that doesn't play games. Yeah, we're gonna pause this real quick. <laughs> yeah, this Let's is a sidebar because because some of the people that I know are affiliated with these people. So like, you know somebody that knows somebody. There you go. That knows somebody. Because mm-hmm. I also figured out through this same little market that there is this app that women use. Like, <laughs> you hear this shit? Yeah. Dog, my homeboy, he's on Tinder a lot. Your, your homeboy. <laughs> it's not me, bro. Your homeboy. What, what's your homeboy's government name? I can't even, I can't even give you all that information. Yeah, I know, I know why you're not going to give it to me. I can't give you all me. that, man. But the dude be on the, on the apps, on the dating apps. Mm-hmm. And he told me, you know, he's, he's very active on there. He's had a lot of success. But then he, he tells really, you a lot. Hey, it's man. almost like y'all the same person. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, man. You don't trust me, though. You come on, man. I know, I, I know, I live a pretty secretive life, but I, I just ain't out there wilding like that. Like this dude out here wilding to the point where he has like a low score on this app because these women, I think it's a Houston-based app because these women, after they go out on a date with him, they ba- they basically put his information out there and be like, hey, don't date this guy. He's cheap. He has a low score, like blah blah. And like, I'm like, you serious? He was like, yeah. Like, I was trying to holler. At, he was like, I'm trying to holler at this girl, and uh, he said, Oh no, I'm not gonna talk to you because your score is so and so on this. I was like, What are you talking about? And he was like, Man, like she would not give me the app information, but it happens to be like it's like a um, it's like a Yelp for guys. It's like a companion app, like a they got a dick Yelp thing called, by the way, too. But pause, by the way. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's basically you don't you don't seem too shocked, Jay. Oh, I heard it on on another podcast. Oh that's, shit! That's, I that's, that's why I know about the. Oh, uh, I didn't know about this shit, bro. But I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, but, but that's basically. But it makes sense when, and especially the society that we're in, where it's a lot of gold diggers, and if you ain't taking a girl out on a date and putting her on the scene where she can put up these Snapchat pictures with her filters, where she oh she had this new spot, this exclusive spot, and you them bought the bar out of some bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you you of course she's gonna give you a low score. You can't just take a chick to to a picnic in the park and find out what hey, what what book you reading. But isn't this the, the nosedive episode? Yeah, it's it's, it's the That's nosedive. It's, yeah. Like this is just reality now. Like and and I, I'm just like wow like when he's telling me this shit, I'm just I'm just shocked. And I wish I'd have got more information, but y'all talk about penis yelp. Like wow, I didn't I didn't know that was even I didn't know that existed. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's crazy though because I mean I can only imagine what people would do in order to like if you don't know somebody you don't know their government name you imagine somebody could just take your picture and bam that facial recognition puts you into the database and like oh this is so and so oh this is his rating it's it's one of those Twitter do your thing where people will put oh, put a picture man. up there and eventually somebody will see it it'll get retweeted it's like oh I know who this person That's is that six degrees of separation too. basically and and then this day and age you're you're quicker to give out your social media than you are to give your phone number. Yeah, and I, we talked about that, you know, because I feel like a phone number is a lot more intimate, it's a lot more personal. Uh, with the social media, you could you could kind of filter it, and you could kind of like, you know, people don't have to have access to you like that. They they know they don't have access to you. I mean, I know most people feel like, or mo- a lot of people have experienced it to where somebody be like, I text you, they didn't answer. You know, I'm like, well, Let I didn't me DM him. Yeah, exactly, you know, and I'm like, I know you've seen them chicks that you look at their phone, they got 298 unread messages, like, that shit is coming because people really aren't, even though even though you might have somebody's phone number, they still not allowing you that, that, that space, but they know that that personal space has been invaded, it's like, damn, what you gonna do when you confront this person, 
You got to make up a lie. Like there, there, there have been people that have my phone number, but will still contact me on social media. Like, what are you doing? You have my phone number. Yeah, that you is. have my phone number. Yeah, yeah, that is that is strange. But that's what they own all the time. So they probably hitting you from where they don't want to leave the app. They want to stay on the app and still keep their mind occupied. Oh yeah, yeah. While talking to you definitely. or some shit, I guess makes sense. It's dumb, but it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, back to back to uh, striking vipers. Uh, <laughs> I have I have to say, like I said, when, when we me and Sean was talking off air, I was like, I, I honestly felt like out of the three. It still was the most Black Mirror-ish episode because I mean it gave you that technology. Yeah. It gave you that. Um. It gave you that. Um. You you walked into a a, a different dimension. It basically. gave you a glimpse of the future. Yeah, and it's like damn, like we 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 get to the point where VR is this real, like it, it's connected to our like brain synapses and shit, and like in all honesty, if you really want to be real about it, if they wasn't on some gay shit. And then you was in there with another another woman, and your girl didn't know, and you're sitting there, you just bam, and y'all, you know, y'all really having sex in the game. Your girl don't know nothing about it, and then a the question comes up, well, like, are you cheating? I'm like, well, yeah, because you're getting a sensation out of it. Like, you know who that other person is on the other side. Y'all personalities are in the game, and then you get sensation. That's cheating. Yeah. Like it's like I don't I didn't understand why that was even, you know, a, a, a question, but. I guess they just kind of felt like, let's just delve into this thought process. Let's think about this. Like, no, like, there's nothing to think about. With the sensation and with the fact that both these guys know what they're doing. And, I mean, obviously, Captain America eventually, you know, got to the point where he was like, bro, I can't do this no more. And that, that to me, that's when it just started getting weirder and weirder because it was like, this dude. Meek Mill out here fucking pandas and shit. Dog, he <laughs> fucking pandas. He tried to seduce that man at the dinner at table. At the dinner table, that bro. That was crazy. What is pregnant wife getting a tiramisu? <laughs> Wallin'. He was serious, man. Like, he was like, and that was just so weird to me. And then, I, I you know me, I go on Twitter and like I, I start seeing all these different concepts and like people start talking about how gay dudes are really that aggressive and like. They are. I, I'm. <laughs> People hate to hear it. Not all of them, but yeah. It to be honest, I would say a majority of them are. Yeah. And gay people are just people. Like gay people are horny like anybody else is, nah, and, and nah. they go to have like an elite type of bro, feeling to where they feel like they they some of them feel like they could just conquer all of them. I can't explain. Nah, it. We can, we can go to Prospect tonight, and it's gonna be straight cats out there hitting on everything that move. Absolutely. And you could go somewhere on Montrose and find a gay place and there's going to be a gay guy hidden on everything that moves. I could, I could, they I operate could. a lot like anybody else nah, does. Nah. That's why I'm saying that, you know, they're trying to separate themselves when you're just a part of society, really. They're real aggressive on straight men. Well, too, he elf, that's, that's one thing I would say. And, and that's why our old buddy James Charles, that's why his, that's why he lost those followers because he was, he was basically seducing straight men and trying to rape them. Yeah. That's what he, yeah, yeah, see. Who is that though? The James, that's the guy that lost three million followers in one day. The YouTube guy. The YouTube guy. I, heard about I thought that, his name was James Charles. I could be wrong, but I, I I was bothered by this, so I actually went to a psychologist's podcast, and like he was he was uh he was interviewing Milo Yiannopoulos. Everybody knows Milo Yiannopoulos, and like Milo is you know extremely gay, and like bro, listening to him say what he said made so much sense because he's coming from a gay man's mindset. I I feel with everything that you're saying, but. Although people might look at Milo like he's a narcissist, sociopath, retarded guy. Bottom line, when you think about it, you're saying that a guy is in Prospect Park and he's shooting at all the women. But see, the thing about that is their sex drives are different. 
a, a straight guy going up to a straight woman, he knows what his chances are. He feels he knows what his chances are. But see, when gay men go out and they mess with other gay men, those sex drives are very similar. So if you ever pay attention, let's just say, a, can, can you think of an app that's similar to a Grinder app? Because that Grinder app, from, from, from the perspective of a gay person, it's 100%. Once they find a match, they get it on. Yeah, that ain't happening rate. on Tinder. That ain't happening on Bumble. With straight See, people. That, but that's always been my perspective of Tinder is like, this is a get it on. But it ain't happening that easy, though. Because on Tinder, more than likely, you are probably finna come off some money. You're probably you're finna have a date. You're probably about to have a date, but with these with this grinder app, that's man, these guys app. are just coming through. They driving dude. past the restaurant. Yeah, they ain't because their sex drives are very similar, and that's what they do. A lot of gay older men they prey on the younger men, not necessarily the pedophile way, but they they prey on the younger men because the younger men have have a uh, they're still more curious. The older gay guy knows what he wants. So you know what I'm saying? So it's easy for him to just, okay, this is what I want. I don't have to I, I don't have to uh wine and dine him. I just seduce him, get him in bed, damn, it's over. And it's and the that, success rate is so ridiculous. That's why they hit on straight men because they want to feel some sort of challenge. They want to feel like how men come at women. Exactly. Because there is And no, see that I understand because a lot of men that you'll talk to them that may like, hey, what made you settle down? It's like, it just got too easy out here for me. Think about think think about a man that is on the um on the uh more highly attractive side where he knows that you know I'm gonna get out and I'm I'm gonna get women like he's just you know he's he's an he's an attractive guy and even him is gonna probably have more of a seventy five percent success rate than a ninety like it's just like the same thing with lesbians like they know like dog I hear my homegirls tell me all the time. Some of the main reasons why they don't like going like to like gay clubs because of the fact that lesbian women tend to be very aggressive, especially when they know a woman is straight. It's it, it's the challenge. Like Magic Johnson, man, he said fucking these hoes is too easy. Let me see if I can fuck these hoes with HIV. Let's take it up a notch. Oh my god, <laughs> that escalated so fast. That escalated so fast. See, see, Earth and Johnson. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> I don't want no problems with you, sir. But, uh, hey. I don't want no problems with Magic, and I don't want no dealings with anybody that's had dealings with Magic. Me neither. Keep them hey, far man. away from me. But, I, I mean, I mean, this may be a weird conversation to have, but the reality is people need to understand that, like, I'm I'm not just hearing this from, you know, Milo. Like, I'm hearing this from, you know, you, you could kind of peep it, too. And, like, you could just see the conversations, dog. Like, these dudes, they think different. It's the it's the it's the it's the closet conservative gay guys that you more than likely you know like hey you know you you don't you obviously not gonna get that vibe. But it be them flamboyant ones that like they don't give a fuck, bro. Like they like James Charles. Like they gonna be straight up with you and tell you, I'm trying to get you because I want to see if I can break you. I want to see if you're really gay. Like and that's why that's why they that's why the push for this gender fluidity shit. Is, is such a push because it wants to, it's the normalization of it. To me, in my opinion, they, they want everybody to see it like that. They don't want to see, you know, sexuality as sexuality that's connected to like biology. They want it to just comp completely be a social construct. And it's, I just, I don't see it happening, but due to the fact that we live in a, a, a copy and paste type of society and everybody just wants to be comfortable um, it could happen, you know, 15, 20 years down the line. Because I, I was looking at some data where they said 
15 years ago, um, 50, I think it was like 70% of the U.S. opposed same-sex marriage. Nigga, that shit is flip-flop. Like, only 30% of the U.S. opposes same-sex marriage. But see, the issue with that is, I don't believe that. I believe that all we're doing with social media and all society is doing in general is pushing people into the shadows. Because, yeah, I don't want to say anything homophobic or xenophobic or racist in public. I'm going to just say it in my safe space. But when you ask me in, you know, in an in a open setting or on a survey, I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. But when it's time to actually cast a vote when it really matters, when actually, you know, am I going to let my, you know, am I, do I want my daughter or my son to be gay? When it actually comes to my real life values, oh, that's when you're really going to know. People just be talking, bro. But all we're doing right now is pushing people into the shadows. I think, I think America is really still the same. I think, I think the tolerance may have, you know, changed a little bit. But I still think there's a high amount of intolerance out there. And you can't base everything off Twitter and Instagram because everybody doesn't have a Twitter and Instagram or Facebook. And to bring it back, you see where they went. They went virtually to be gay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a hidden message in itself because, once again, it's just letting you know that who people are in the real world, is that's one thing. But then when people get into that digital realm, they're a whole other motherfucking person. You could be gay. It's almost like going out of state, going to Brazil or, you know, for women, Jamaica. Oh yeah, yeah. Leave, leaving high school, going to college, become a whole different person, shapeshift, man. Like, it, I mean, it, it, it's been happening. That's all. It's always been that way. People change at work. People change in the gym. People change in the grocery store. People are different at home. But now, I think it's a lot more extreme because people spend so much time in this digital world. Like he was, he was in that mug, bro. Like they was having sessions, session sessions. He, he was fiending for it and then he would go get in bed with his wife and it's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. That's when I feel like you know it's cheating because if it gets to the point where you can't be who you're supposed to be at home, it breaks, it, it, it ruins the dynamic of what you have at home. This shit. He was texting them in the bed like he was texting the side chick. Dog. Hiding the phone. Hey, we going to Crystal Beach tonight? 11 Oh, I forgot. He it's was my texting anniversary. the side chick. That was his side chick. Sorry, bro. My son kicked me. Had to leave. And he almost put the hugs and kisses on there. Boy, wildin', man. He X'd that joint off. I was like, <laughs> Dog. Fam. They were, that, to me, like I said, that episode said a lot. It, 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 it kind of, it, it opened my eyes to be like, okay, I see where we're going with, I see where we're going in Hollywood. I see where we're going with Black Mirror now. And I'm like, you know, it is what it is. It's just not, it's not for me anymore. It's one. It's one of my favorite shows. Unfortunately, I mean that episode is one of the best episodes they've had, in my opinion, in a while. Yeah, yeah. I just hate the fact that black people chose those roles. Because my <laughs> last podcast, I was just talking about how this guy was getting raped in low budget movies. Yep, yep. I'm mm-hmm. like, why would you take that? Why would Captain America opt to have his butthole up for up for grabs? Like, stop it. Child. It's all about the money at that point. Because, like I said, you don't. His personal beliefs, his personal values, you still don't know what they are. Like, we don't know. We don't know what Anthony Mackie, what he, you know, we don't know if he's like, you know, he's down with that type of shit. Because when it was, when when a check was on the line, he was cool with it. But let's see how he's raising his daughter and his kids. I mean, but does Anthony Mackie even need a check? Like, you, you just started two of the biggest movies of all time. Like, did you really need that check? Ever since Eminem beat him in that battle. He never, he never been the same. <laughs> hey man, I, one thing about American American people, when it, I mean American celebrities, man, like I don't feel like they ever it's ever enough for them. And I don't think, and I really don't even know if it's about a check. I think 
I think a lot of them, you know, are pretty much owned. And they kind of like they sign these contracts. They got to do certain things no matter what. In oh, order you to, want to be Captain America? You got to. You got to take this dick. This little gay shit real quick. <laughs> basically, pause. basically, yeah. like I don't. It's I don't, really no pause. Yeah, and really, like I'm telling you, it's not because it's not like these these guys are musicians and they getting royalty checks. Like they're they're signing on to studios. They're signing cunt. Like they're they're being they're literally being owned, bro. Like I don't I don't think that a lot of celebrities are able to show their their authentic selves anymore. Because they sign on dotted lines and they don't really understand what they signing, or they don't give a fuck. That's been eroded away. Like I remember back in the day, a couple, maybe a year ago, on my with my co-host, I'm arguing about DJ Khaled and about the whole positive shit. And I was talking about Kevin Hart and all that, and I was saying how DJ Khaled, I don't believe this shit. Never did. Never and now did it's coming to light to where you know he hates. It's right. It's Tyler right Creator there. And all yeah. I, I said this shit a long time ago. You definitely said about Kevin Hart. That was on your early episodes. Yeah. I mean. I think I think it I think um me and you you had a short conversation and you were basically talking about how um you feel like um you should filter out your your level of shame and embarrassment and shit like that like you should be able to accept you know certain things you know like if I make a decision that's what my decision is and I kind of feel like that's cool but at the same time you get cats like Chris Brown that don't know no shame like he don't give a fuck like he out here wilding like. You know, I, I don't. I'm not much of a guy that really pays attention to gossip like that. But when somebody sent me what he had put on, you know, Caruche Chan shit, like he was like talking shit about Victor Cruz or whatever. I'm oh, looking yeah. like, dude, like there has to be some type of filter in your mind to say, hey, I gotta chill. Like I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta fall back. And to me, that shows a level of sanity. Now, when I see people out here talk about they being overly positive and they, you know, constant good, good vibes. I think that's a level of insanity. Like you can't be positive all the time. That's fucking. You seen what happened to uh to Frank Costanza? You saw what he what he uh tripped out with the Serenity Now shit. Oh, that was yeah. how I feel. Like you can't you can't you can't just sweep the negativity under the rug. You gotta address the shit. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta actually come to the shit like a human being and realize okay, bad shit's gonna happen. You know, and, and DJ Khaled is a prime example of that because he's he's handling like a bitch. Oh, like, that wasn't even shit. bad shit. Oh, number two ain't good enough. You ain't first, you last. I'm just saying that his recording budget, his marketing budget was like $5 million. I think that's the big thing. He probably not recouping all that money back, I guess. Make better music. But to me, I never listened to Khaled's music. Me neither. He doesn't t technically have music. He doesn't. That's a whole other story, but... Does he even make beats? I, I agree with that. No. He the but, most you can say is he produces. He puts songs together. He, he puts people together. Oh, I got. Uh, there's this beat. Uh, let me let me get Future on the hook and and get a verse from Jay and let me see if I can get something from Beyonce and like. Oh yeah, you produced the track. Like you put these people together. You might arrange the verses or whatever. My son can do whatever. That. What happened? He could. My son could do. Assad did it. Allegedly. If I'm not mis if I'm not mistaken, Assad he, he did has it. an executive producer credit on the album. So. so you don't you like DJ Khaled's just a gimmick, and I mean that, and he he's exposing himself. It, it bothers me that he doesn't have anybody in his circle to be like, hey, bro. It's a bad look, especially with somebody like Tyler. I was just telling Mike the other day, he sounds exactly like Nicki Minaj. Exactly. They, they, when, she, they, when she was going to Travis. They yeah. come from the same they cut from the same cloth. And and it's really because they really feel like their music is better. Like they do think their music is better. Like I'm not a Travis Scott or a Tyler fan, but them guys got a fan base. And you can't knock their fan base. Their fan base took them to number one. Did you do listen to the Tyler album? Nah, man, I just I don't I don't really mess with Tyler like that. I, I don't either, but like 
I caught a vibe. Like, like I was yeah, like, okay, cool. I, I tried is- to listen to Earthquake, which is the most hip, most you know re- recommended song, and I wouldn't. Really, I, I don't him and Playboy. Like, I don't just yeah, just wasn't for me. Yeah. I ain't saying it was trash. I just whatever. I mean yeah. Just and and the, and the thing with Khaled is. You I, have, I, I listen to about four of his tracks, and I'm like, I didn't get nothing from it. It's about it's a it's a bunch of music about nothing. It, that's all it is. You have a bunch of singles together. Like, there's no consistency. There's no flow. It's like, all right, cool. I get SZA on a on an Outcast beat, but it's like, no, this sounds like she was freestyling on L.A. Leakers or something. Like, this doesn't mm. feel like you took time and put this together. And then you giving me this no brainer that was out last summer. You giving me the Jay Z and and Future track that was out. Is that like is that last how tight February one album? By having some old on there that was successful, because I'm like, how did he get a number one album like Tiger out of all people? I have no idea, but the Tiger album wasn't too bad. Okay, he's it, it was it was typical Tiger. He has a lane that he's in, and he he stayed in there and, and, and gave you what he gives you. If his fan base gave him a number one, that's cool. I just was curious. I, I don't know. I don't know Tiger fans, so he's actually pretty consistent in terms of having hit singles. How I don't know, but you know, they actually say the album's pretty good. I haven't heard it yet, but. Yeah, they say it's it. believable. I was just curious. I mean, because I, I, I'm I'm starting to realize that a lot of these um these these albums that come out they have loopholes like that. Like you talk about a Jay Z track that came out. It felt like two years ago. Yeah. And you talking about the No Brainer. I know that was a, a last summer jam. Why the hell is that? What the fuck? You know. So that, that's a that's a huge loophole. I just they still I couldn't use those streams. Just not for the first week, but those streams count towards your sales after the first week. That's wild, man. I didn't I didn't know it, I didn't know it worked like that. And that's just a that's a that's a digital loophole. That's not something. See, if you have no. to get back to physical, at the people buying physical units, man, people a lot of these rappers would be poor. Oh yeah, they'd be poor, poor. And yeah. that's and that's just the reality, bro. Like, and I think we've had this conversation before. Like there was a there was a, a a feeling you got from like okay, I know Jadakiss album. Like I think I mentioned this before, Jadakiss and Lil Flip came out on the same day. And that was, and I knew I was like, all right, boom, these two albums are gonna run me thirty five dollars. Mm. But I knew months in advance that they were coming. So when they came, they dropped because I'm dropped on Tuesday back then. The Tuesday, you know, boom, I'm there with my thirty five dollars, and I took pride in those albums, and I rolled with those albums for like three, four months straight. Like, you Absolutely. know, take one out, put the other one in. Take one out, put the other one in. The, the the advantage to me back then, I think it gave it gave artists a realistic output of what their fan base looked like because people were actually going out to buy their albums. And in that right in that way, they knew what cities to go to. They knew they knew where they were popping at. Now it's very unrealistic because a lot of these a lot of these albums drop and everybody just wants to hear. You got you got iTunes and Spotify. I just want to hear. But you might you might get a million streams, but shit, four hundred thousand of the people didn't like that shit. That brings us to episode two, Smithereens. Mm-hmm. And I could tie that in, but I want to let y'all boys take it away. I mean, with Smithereens, man, I, I always forget this actor's name, but he was uh, he was Moriarty in, in Sherlock. And the black like, guy? No, the white dude. Oh. The white dude, he was Moriarty in Sherlock. That's when I first, you know, you know, got introduced to him, and I just felt like he's, he's, he's a cold-ass actor. Like He looked like Hulk. Oh, he does kind of look like uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um, he he's a nice actor to me. Like when he delivered that one scene, I'm pretty sure that you'll probably see memed or if ever when he basically was complaining about how like you motherfuckers could be the the, the, the sky could turn purple, you motherfuckers still gonna be in your phone. You know, like I, you know, I got that. You know, like I understand what Smithereen was 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 trying to the message they were trying to relate to me. It was too simple though. I got it right away. How many movies have we seen now where they're telling us, "Oh, y'all too addicted to y'all phones." 
Like, y'all, even if a motherfucker kill itself, y'all not going to pick y'all heads up off your phone for two minutes. We hear our fucking grandparents saying that shit to us now. When I saw it delivered in a Black Mirror episode, I was like, man, that was so weak. Like, really? I actually caught something else from the episode, though. Go ahead. Which I, it's my least favorite episode, but it was something genius about it, though. Slightly genius. To me, that actually played off an- analytics. That's why I said that it ties into the second episode. Because Oh, yeah, the analytics was important. They couldn't even communicate with each other effectively because they were basing it off data. Yeah. They were like, you should say this. Stats say that. We should say this to calm him down, do this. Mm-hmm. And it just kept escalating the situation. Yeah, making it worse. worse and worse. Yeah. They wouldn't let the main guy talk to the to the guy who was holding the other dude captive and all mm-hmm. this type of shit. It was just a long clusterfuck of bullshit that could have been eliminated if you would have had actual communication with each other. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, what are your demands? He just wanted to talk. He wants to actually have a. We were talking about this. Want to have actual conversation? Like With I don't want to just text. I don't. I want to talk to this guy. And it was funny because like as he was talking, he's like, "Bro, like I don't want to hear your fucking sob story. I want you to hear mine." Mm-hmm. This is the crazy thing. What I I thought the twist was going to be. I thought the the dude who created the app or whatever. I thought he was going to end up trying to commit suicide, and the dude in the car was going to try to talk him out of it. That's where I thought it was going. Oh, you thought that's why I he went he to the was mountains? I thought he was trying to jump off the cliff. Okay, okay. That's what I was thinking at first. And but, I, you know, it went different. If you're listening and you haven't listened to this, uh, you haven't watched the Smithereen episode, I, I'm definitely about to drop a huge spoiler because this for me... This whole podcast is a spoiler. Yeah, I, yeah, it really is. I swear to God, I really thought his point of being there was to get the password from the, for, the, for the girl. I thought too. I thought I that's thought the only that reason he was there. But then when it, when they threw it in at the end, it was like, oh, well, I'm going to get the password. I was like, what the fuck? What is he? <laughs> then what is all this other stuff for? What is this other bullshit for? I was like, he really just wanted to talk? Like, I mean, I guess it worked because you, I don't know if you see people on Twitter telling me like, oh, you're, you know, you're crazy. Like that episode was genius. And I'm like, bro, like it wasn't genius. It was simple. That's, so that's how was I felt. Simple. I was like, okay, I see where this is going. This is taking too long to get there. Exactly. And then when it got to where I thought it was going to, it was by accident. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? You should have your his purpose for being there was to me, he got his he got his wife killed because of a fucking like. He got a like on a fucking dog picture or some shit. He had to look away from his phone for a minute, and that sacrificed his wife's life. And he felt like at that point, he didn't, you know, he didn't have he didn't have a purpose to live anymore. But if he could do one thing right, he could get this password for this woman. And I felt like that was so much of a doper story, but it still wasn't even a Black Mirror story. No, was there was like, no darkness just, to it. It just it wasn't was too a light. Black Mirror story for me, man. And that's I, I saw. And I'm telling you, that's what happened with Game of Thrones, bro. Like I have never, I have watched, I've watched one episode of Game of Thrones, but I'm telling you right now, towards the last season, I'm telling you, they start, they start trying to target their American audience more. And they stopped thinking about the people that that they started with from the beginning. Like they didn't, they start, they they didn't care about those people anymore. It was it was all about damn. We have a bigger buzz now. We have a global buzz now. We have to make everybody happy. And that's what I saw with that episode. They dumped it down to the point where newcomers coming in could be like, oh, I know what this show was about. Oh, I get it. But like, bro, no, you need to go back to season two, season one. That's that. You got to go to that first episode. That's that five. You talking about when you fucking the pig? When he fucked the pig. For no reason. <laughs> think about think about this. My shit is episode. I mean, season three. 
Shut Up and Dance. That's my favorite episode. Oh, that was a good episode. That shit is ridiculous. That Shut Up and Dance is the truth. Like that's that's, that, that's, that's top life. three. Yeah. Nose Dive is my second favorite. White Christmas. I mean, I, I don't even know, but I know White Christmas, Nose Dive, and Shut Up and Drive. Like you, if you start with those episodes, you're gonna be impressed. Like nothing comes, nothing in this the season five came close to any of those three episodes. Season five had happy endings. That's what I that's what that's what I didn't couldn't understand. Like, why oh, are these happy endings? That is why true. why isn't like this is how shit happens? Shit ends up fucked up sometimes. That is true. They were like everything happy had happy endings. Yeah, I don't like that. What was what was that episode? Where, <laughs> I, I mean, what was that episode with the um, prisoner where where they were just like uh, electrocuting his hologram or whatever? I can't remember. That, what was, that was season. That was like four. four the yeah. We talk about what? Uh, what's it called? With like, Wakanda girl? Um, yeah, black, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. Like stuff doesn't black always museum. end happy. Black yeah, museum. black yeah, museum yeah, yeah. stuff doesn't always end happy. And I felt like they tried to make everything end happy this season. And even on Game of Thrones, I think they got to the point where it's like, all right, we're not doing this shit anymore. But we don't know how to end it. So they just threw some stuff together. Like this is how it ends. And people were were upset about it, but you could ask them, well, how would you prefer it in? Well, I wanted to see her sit on the throne and uh, and her and John get together, and that's shit a, doesn't end happy. That's some American shit, bro. Yeah, shit just doesn't. Netflix end happy. bought Black Mirror. Like I think I think right at Bandersnatch is when they bought it, and that's why Bandersnatch was kind of. But Bandersnatch was polarizing to me because that shit was trash. I, I understand that you feel that way, but I definitely feel like. It was a good idea. They they were trying. They tried something. The it just didn't work at all. It just it didn't work. Nowhere close. Because some people were happy with their results because they probably like happy endings. But me, I'm like, like I remember he didn't like the Star Trek episode, but the Star Trek episode got a lot of buzz because it's really fucked up. It's really that, that was very up. fucked up. Episode. He was taking people's consciousness and like torturing their conscience. Like it was cool, but it's the same way I feel about Smithereens. It was like thirty minutes too long. It's like I get it now. Let's let's end and, it. You know what I mean? Try and it was supposed to have home. a spinoff. Yeah, you showed your hand too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, champ. I get it. Let's let's go. I, I guess I guess with me, I, like I said, I, I still think Striking Vipers was a better episode. I didn't hate Smithereen. And I didn't hate um, Ashley too, but at the same time, it was a lot of cringy ass moments. Man, like, but Black Mirror is supposed to make you cringe. We've seen cringe Ashley. as in this shit is corny. Turn it off. No, no, no. That type of corn, like oh. that type of cringe. And I'm not talking about like oh shit, like a dark type of cringe. And like I'm watching Insidious. No, we've seen Ashley too at least fifteen times on Black like, Mirror. I'm, I, honestly, honestly. That was the one where uh, she had the house, the smart home, and and it come on the smart home. Come, on, that was way better than that shit. I'm like, I'm looking at. I'm like, I and can't. then I got confused. So I was like, okay, so your consciousness is in this robot, and you also have your consciousness. Yes, like come on, champ. Like so, so. <laughs> but I get it. It's called Ashley too. Y'all are both Ashley, but come on, champ. Yeah, it, it, that's, one. It was just so unrealistic. You could actually watch a Black Mirror episode that's unrealistic, but feel like, oh, okay, I like, could see this happening. Yeah, like the episode with the guy that um he uh he basically was a um he was a comedian, but when he ran for office, he was uh, like this this um uh, a little cartoon, little cartoon. I mean, shit in Switzerland or some shit. A comedian that just, happened. Yeah, it really happened. So it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's realistic, but the Ashley too. To me, it kind of felt like Miley Cyrus 
wrote that episode. I feel like that was her way of saying, I want to kill myself. <laughs> I, want, I want to kill myself because I don't get to do the type of music I like to do. And I felt like somebody pointed out on Twitter, they were like, um, yeah, if you realize the um, the dad was a mouse trapper. And he basically was, they basically were saying that mouse, the mouse was a representation of Disney. That's why when she came out of the house after her little coma, she saw the mouse trap and she was like, oh shit, not this. Because that was her way of saying like, I'm so glad I got away from being Hannah Montana. She went from being Hannah Montana to basically being Miley Cyrus. Just like on there, she was, you know, Ashley, and then she got to get away and start doing her grunge music. I mean, Miley Cyrus's music is way more erotic than it was when she was making millions. dollars. She was selling out arenas when she was Hannah Montana. But she got away from that because that's not the music that she loved doing. Like, she basically was a country artist. A baby country artist. Now she's kind of like a pop pop rock star. I mean, she's didn't she have a song with fucking Kendrick Lamar or some shit? She's she had, had she had what was that DJ Mustard? They had that. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a uh, damn. What's that guy's name? I forgot the other producer's name. Yeah, but that, yeah. that that that's all. That's all this episode was. Mike Will made it. Isn't that's it? what it what it was. Yeah. Think about it. Hannah Montana wouldn't have made that music. And and when you when you look at this girl, that what, what was her name? Her name was Ashley, right? Her name was Ashley something. So when you're looking at her, when you're looking at the episode, all you're looking at is a parallel of, of, of Molly Cyrus's life. And I was like, I don't want to see that shit because I don't care about Molly Cyrus. And I'm like, I get it. Like, you want to kill yourself. You, you, you hate what you, you hate what got you super rich. Was it Ashley O? Yeah, Ashley, Ashley, Ashley o, o. And then it was Ashley too. So, so basically, she went for, and I don't know what she did. She did she change her name when she became a rock star? I don't remember. I don't know. They just tied it up in a pretty little bow and. And that was it. And I'm like, really? And then they pretty put out a music video today, didn't they? I'm or like, no, or or they're actually set streaming the songs they used on the show. I don't. Why, why are you using a show that I love <laughs> to 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 promote Molly Cyrus? Molly Cyrus has enough money. But you love Molly Cyrus too. Uh, she got the boob job now, so. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> little Thor hitting that, so <laughs> little, little Thor hitting that. So. That is baby Thor. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I just I, I expected so much more, and I, and that's what I got. I really felt like I got a dumbed down version of Black Mirror, and I didn't get something that was like unique and and well thought out and had depth. Like it was, and it's fucked up because I feel like we got Bandersnatch, and that took about three episodes away from the budget. That's what they. That's what they said. That's what they claim. They say that that's basically. That was basically season five, and I'm like, bro, that like, makes Bandersnatch even more ass cheeks. Oh man! <laughs> oh, man. It, I, at the end of the day, I can say that uh, some people are going to see this Black Mirror season as sort of memorable because they had the polar bear scene. That what do you say? I fucked a panda and I couldn't get over you. But wow. fucked the polar bear. Yeah, I fucked the polar bear and I still couldn't get over you. I was like, wow! And I I seen that meme at least a thousand times in two days. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then I see a lot of these little white kids. They 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 they're loving Ashley O. They really love Ashley O. So, yeah. the Smithereen episode is definitely forgettable because I, I, unless you're just you know a movie buff or you know a real critic, then you you're not really digging deep into. I that like shit. what it represented. Like I said, I like the analytics approach to it and how they you know played off of that and how communication has gone to the wayside and all that type of shit. But overall, he kidnapped them too early and it was too much. It's like. It's like edging. Like, I got to get this shit off. You can't just keep me here all day. I got yeah. I, I to get this off. 
And I, I didn't you can't blue ball me to death. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I guess. I guess if I went back and watched it, I'd probably I'd probably understand the the uniqueness of him getting that guy, but I but I really didn't, you know. So do you feel like the dude who captured the guy is the one that got killed at the end? I think I asked myself, would it matter? That was my exact thought. That's what I asked myself. And then you see people that get it, huh? Oh. And, and and then everybody was like, you know, what like most people did, you probably went came to Twitter to to see what happened. I'm like, no, nah, I just, uh, I just, I didn't really care. To be honest with you, like I was like, okay, somebody died, you don't want to show it. Like if I know if I know who dies, is it gonna matter? I'm gonna be just like the people in the show. I'm gonna get back to my everyday fucking life. Ain't nothing I can do about it. You know, so yeah. But like you said, that that was that was interesting, man. To 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 think about the fact that. That's how companies tend to do things these days. They don't want to actually get um, intimate data and like actually know what's going on in the streets. They're just they're just going off of pings. They're like, oh, we assume we assume this is what people like because this is how many hits this got. Man, people half the people probably went there by accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then so, she was on some. It'd be bad for PR if you get on the phone with him. What if he asks you for money and all this other stuff? It's like, lady, what are you talking about? I know, I know. And people are cold, man. People are cold. But your employee is being held captive right now. <laughs> you don't even give a fuck. Don't give a fuck because he's an intern. He ain't getting paid anyway. Again, he's just another piece of data. It's like, yep. I mean, yeah, but we got the we got that, the stocks. We got this. That's capitalism. Shareholders. Too. That's definitely capitalism. But at the same time, I, I see that capitalism. I might know people attack that, but I feel like if, 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 if y'all have a chance, like I was telling you to watch Chernobyl, that's that's a that's a. That's socialism in your face. Like, that shit is, man, it's, Chernobyl is a vicious-ass show. And, like, it just, it made me realize, like, man, like, humans really don't give a fuck. And, like, we think we have it bad over here. Like, I'm sorry. Like, once you cross those waters, bro, like, they do things very fucking different. Yeah. Um, we watched uh, Hot Zone on, on Natural Geographic. Uh-huh. We're talking about um, the Ebola virus and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they was out there, you know, just vaccinating with the same needles and stuff like uh, that. And it's like... You heard about that lady that was over there in, uh, I think, uh, some some part of Africa. Um, she she killed 10 people. To, uh, she killed 10 children and basically pretending to be a doctor. She's over there, She was over there pretending to be a doctor. And, like, she was over there, like, in these camps or whatever, like, acting like she's, like, a healer and, like, doing, like, surgeries and shit. And she's, in the, she's killing people. She's killing kids. And then they finally caught her. And I'm like, this bitch is a serial killer. <laughs> She's over there practicing on, on black kids. Yeah. And, and then also, uh, speaking about it. She didn't watch too much Grey's Anatomy. Over there tripping. Thinking, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it too. <laughs> Scalpel. <laughs> fuck. What the fuck this you doing? This bitch Operation three times. <laughs> she on the plane. Like, if I can play Operation during this turbulence, I can definitely take out a spleen. It's right here. She over there killing people, bro. Tripping. She probably pulled up the YouTube video. Oh, shoot. This video only five minutes. I could definitely do this. Ma'am, this is not a carburetor. <laughs> I can't change a carburetor. <laughs> With the video. <laughs> she trying to do heart transplants over there watching watching Vimeo videos. She she probably got them opened up. was like, okay, so this the heart, huh? All right. I didn't know it had these pieces connected to it. Mm. She probably mm. over there gagging and throwing up and shit like, Ugh, I know it's this nasty. But no, speaking about Ebola, they said 
over 500 uh, refugees just crossed the, uh, the Mexican border. Our border, they have Ebola. And they said that. Gang uh, shit. Yeah, they said that uh, a lot of them come from Congo. And I'm like, how the fuck they get from Congo to um to Mexico? But then they were saying that ISIS is recruiting Congolese people and, and basically getting them over here because, you know, the Congolese people, they, you know, they're less likely to be, you know, detained as ISIS. Yeah, and and they were like they got to Mexico and by five they say they have they have proof that five hundred of them crossed the U S border and um it's some shit finna go down that's what they say genocide yeah it is what it is man I'm like bro if niggas want to strap bombs to themselves and kill themselves man do that shit somewhere at them. ain't nowhere by me that's all I can say I mean ain't really shit I can do about it but niggas really buy into this shit man but I, I really feel like. I really feel like motherfuckers fail to realize like how cult like motherfuckers are these days. Like you hate Kanye West for reason, but that Sunday service shit, like I understood what was going on, but that shit was very cult like and you can't deny it. Although he hasn't done anything with it. Like, I don't know if anybody's sacrificing themselves like they were sacrificing themselves to Beyonce, but that shit is weird. And I think a lot of people have like that cult like mindset and this generation really bothers me with that shit because I think just as quick as those Congolese people got turned to ISIS, I think it's motherfuckers that we know that if they got if they got money on the line, gotta come up to half the motherfuckers we know like, hey, uh, you get this tummy tuck, you get some bigger titties, uh, we'll put we'll we'll, we'll put a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account, but we just need access to this. And, and they'd they be like, for what? Oh, we're with ISIS. I think them motherfuckers would still do it. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man, because that's the type it of gets, world we It gets in, them the, the gratification that they need. I care less what you know what you do. Motherfuckers don't care about America no more. Straight up. And that shit wild to me. I'm like, bro, like, I understand, like, we, we it's not the best of times. We don't really care for our president. But at the same time, like, bro, like, nigga, I got family on this soil. Nigga, you out here wilding. You trying to get some titties, you know, and you bring, <laughs> you bring your ISIS over here, nigga. We got problems, you know what I'm saying? But that's the world we live in. Like, niggas out here tripping for nothing, for a bunch of... That's why I was telling the day, like, I'm really tired of these, these people on the internet that are so cocky, and it's like, they just happen to luck up and get some shit that they, you know, they didn't work for it, and it's yeah. like, they out here, like, just cocky as fuck looking like, look at me like, I'm still know y'all, but I'm like, bro, like, like you say, like integrity. Like, how long is this shit gonna last? Is this shit really gonna hold wealth for a long time, or are you gonna be broke in five years? Are you even gonna matter in five years? Like, I'm talking about like they doing it for ass jobs, tit jobs, and lip jobs. Like, that's scary. And like niggas doing it for clout and like just to be able to say, oh, I was in the same place as Drake or Jay Z. Like, that's what that's what we live these days. Like, catch. A lot of cats that we know, they don't even want to, they don't want to invent nothing. They don't want to create anything. They just yeah. want to attach themselves to shit that's already popping. It's like, man, we don't even, we don't really even stay in a, a society of innovators anymore. Like, like I was telling you the other day, I looked up Dr. Miami's prices. Like you can get breast implants, a tummy tuck and a Brazilian butt lift for 15 racks. You can go sell yourself for 15 racks to ISIS. So they say, hey, you know, we'll pay for that. Give you hundred thousand. We just need this access to this bank account, so I can get my money to, so I can get money to and from my people. And you a fool if you think that shit ain't happening. It's definitely happening. Doing that shit, bro. That's the fucking United States Army. Honestly, you want a house, you want a wife. 
Come on, join the army. Man, you might you have join one the- leg when you come back, and your wife is probably cheating on you. But you mean fuck with us? They be getting married quick, oh, and then it's like, well, you get married, we gonna give her some money, we gonna give you a little extra money. We give you fifteen percent off at Chick Fil A too. Mm. What's that? All that for a Camaro? Mm. That's fucked up. Cause it's it's so easy to exploit the poor, especially when these people have no real have no real purpose or no real they don't value themselves. Like I'm a I I have some arrogance in me to where I feel like one like you can't buy me, and like two like. I'd rather work for my shit. Like, I'm not, I just don't see how somebody feels like a fast track is the way to go. Like, a fast track is, like, I thought they taught us that in school. I mean, when you cheat, when you cheated in school, you got a zero in that class, right? That's really, that's really just a reflection of society. When you try to cheat, you you end up like Cardi B, you know, titties exploding, ass exploding, you in pain, because you're cheating. Stop cheating. <laughs> Stop trying to fast track shit. Go deadlift. No, just put your, your, your stomach big. Go deadlift. Your ass flat. Go deadlift. Like do go just go YouTube some shit. Google some shit and go put in work. That's that that sense of accomplishment just feels so much better. I would think so, man. As long as you ain't out here YouTube and how to do heart transplants and it's going to, <laughs> going to Sudan, we good over here. And I'm it's just funny. Saying. My bad. And it's funny when they cheat and it doesn't work. A la DJ Khaled. Oh, it, it really got a sting when like, you cheat and you don't I win. I cheated, and y'all niggas played me. That's the DeMarcus Cousins right there. Nigga <laughs> thought he was finna get him one. An easy one, lay, layup ring. He's like, nah. oh, David West pulled it. I'm gonna go pull it too. Nah, bro, you're not Jeremy Lin. This ain't the year of the dragon. You ain't gonna get that luck. You ain't got that type of luck. They nah. couldn't even identify the year of the dragon when he was in the arena. They're like, nah. <laughs> I don't see no dragon on the list. <laughs> they wouldn't let that nigga in. I'm mean, trying to get the body on the bus. They wouldn't even let that nigga on the bus. They like, bro, you don't belong here. <laughs> no, I play for the YouTube team. Highlights. What team? He tried to pull up his YouTube highlights. He was like, fuck, I don't have any. God damn it. <laughs> Dog. Hey, man. He got, he got you, the... So, like, wait, let me get this straight. You Asian and in the NBA. This, this is what you selling me. Dog. <laughs> this is, this, I got to buy this. You ain't got no credentials. You got this bag. <laughs> This guy on your team, he not even vouching for you. <laughs> he was better off saying he was in Game of Thrones. Dude, on his Aaron Rodgers shit, bro. <laughs> that shit crazy, man. But hey, man, that's 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 where we live, man. That's 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 where we are now. Where niggas is fast track shit. Niggas ain't really about nothing no more. Like I, I feel like males and females ain't about shit no more everybody a lot of people try to claim to be but it's a small it's a small demographic of motherfuckers that's really trying to do something bro but most most motherfuckers all talk the motherfuckers that's, that seem to be popping the most is what i mean they seem to really just be all talk bro like to be regular or to be normal is like looked down upon now and that shit's crazy to me and it seems like the people that are really trying to do something there's more people around them trying to shut them down if you if you ever notice that like, people that are trying to be consistent in 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 weight loss or, or or trying to go to school, it's like man, you don't need to study. Come turn up. Let, let let's hook in Hennessy. Oh, you you went to the gym yesterday. Why are you going again today? Man, you still doing that shit? You've been doing that shit for years. Yeah, that shit ain't paid off for yet. You need you making you money stop. off of that? I hate when niggas ask me if I'm making money off the podcast. Stop asking me. Yeah, that you money. ain't gotta monetize everything though. I love what I do. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't though. That's the thing. A lot of people brag about being able to, you know, go here and go there, but they hate what they do. It's like, dog, like you get to go to these places. Yeah. But when you go home, the place where you got to live, like 
if you hate going home, that says a lot about the lifestyle you've chose, bro. Like that's that's a problem, bro. Like you should like going to your home, especially people that live alone. Like I understand that being alone is not the easiest thing, but like you should set it up for you to be like it's you should be enjoyable for you. It's definitely harder to live alone when you don't love yourself. Bruh. Dog. You the last person you want to be with. That I I I kind of got that from the Ashley O episode. Ashley two episode. I, I felt, I felt like one unique thing about it was how when they were able to take that filter off of her conscience and yeah. like she just let loose and she was who she was. She still got shit done. Like she carried that bitch and pulled the plug on herself. I'm like, damn, that little bitch evil. But it was like she she was she knew what she needed. Like she was herself. Like hey, hey, you ain't finna stop me. Like this is who I am. And like that has to be fulfilling. But before that, her real self, what she was trying to do, trying to fucking kill herself. I mean, in all, in all honesty, that's what she was trying to do. Oh, yeah, she was, stashing, she, she was stashing those pills. Yeah, because she knew she didn't want to live this life anymore. But once you took that filter off and she got to be herself, shit, it's only popping now. I mean, I, I give it, she was like, no, nah, I'm building a case against you. You know, I got, you know, these pills, you know, y'all been giving me stuff like that. It was like, eh. That case was weak as hell. Why would you weak say that to hope. the person that's trying to kill you? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. It. Let me tell you my evil plot, James Bond. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's typical James Bond shit right there. But uh, yeah, man. I, like I said, I, at at this point, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm always gonna be a guy that's like that. Shit sets the tone for my year. Shit sets the tone for my summer. Like I'm a movie guy, so. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I was I was disappointed with Black Mirror, but there were some there were some ups, you know. Like I said, I like Brightburn. Um, I never I never talked about Dead to Me on the show, right? No, I talked about Dead to Me on the show. I like that show. I like the way that ended. That didn't have a happy ending. I like the way that ended. I was shocked that you ain't never you ain't never watched Russian Doll, right? No, I'm shocked, bro. You need to care. You need to fuck with it, dog. Russian Doll is live. Mm. You seen Russian Doll? Mm-mm. Russian Doll is live, man. I mean, it's some gay shit in there, but it's live though. It's like you know, well, always some gay shit going like, on, basically. But um, whole lot of gay shit, bruh. But um, yeah, Stranger Things three, Lion King finna come. I think Toy Story finna be the shit though. So. Uh, I, I I hope they don't mess up Child's Play. Oh, it's already messed up. <laughs> it looks like it. It it look it looks like a Black Mirror episode that went too far. It's it looks like a Black Mirror episode that we don't need. Chucky looks like he's a YouTuber unboxing toys. <laughs> he's unboxing drones and shit on no. on YouTube, basically. He's so his design is so ugly, man. They it's it's a lot of pieces he around. He looks it. like a lesbian. <laughs> he looks like a butch lesbian. Damn, not the Chuckster. He's tr- he didn't not throw, the Chuckster. They throw him in the trash. <laughs> I do like the concept. Makes the Sonic the Hedgehog, dude. They went ahead and just they said they might as well scrap that shit. He looks like Cat in the Hat. They <laughs> had does. to redo the whole thing from the ground up. His, they, his all his animations. I haven't seen the Wreck and Ralph break the internet yet, but I, I, yeah, I, I think, think I think it hits. I think it hits Netflix this month. Yeah, it's, it's there already. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm probably watching this weekend. Oh, um, your show, um, Jessica Jones hit too. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Really, if y'all can see the way that he just looked at me, <laughs> that shit really came out. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck. Dropped like a free mixtape. Dog, I didn't even know that shit came out, dog. For real? Yeah, I got I got the notification earlier today. Shit, they knew not to notify me. <laughs> That's a zero percent match. <laughs> that shit, bro, that has to be one of the most boring shows ever. 
Season one, I forced my way through that shit. I see. I didn't even finish season two. It's good in that material. Mm. I just watch documentaries and shit. I watch uh, Our Planet when I want to fall asleep. Some good shit, though. That's the animal shit, huh? Yeah, that's, that's some good shit. Yeah, I fuck with it. I wish I had a better TV because I bet it would look like fucking dope. Like that, like you need to have like a, a 75 inch. Like, I'd be watching it on the projector. That shit has to look shit. live, bro. That shit be crazy. Dog, like, I'm, I'm like, this is some beautiful shit here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I know it, dog. You ain't ever fucking with it? No, nah, I've never seen it. You need to get out more. I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> That's no. Next time you want to fall asleep, yeah. Yeah, I review shows every week, and he has to remind me. Hey, make sure you watch this before the we before we record. He, that's why we ain't talking about when they see us because he ain't watching. So I don't want to. I'm, I'm two. I'm two episodes in. I'm halfway there. I don't have to see it because I knew about the doc. I knew about the case. I saw years the documentary ago. years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. And and to me, it's kind of like people are like, oh, you know, I seen that man. I was so mad at white people. I was so mad. It's like, why are you so mad? Like. They put you in there to manipulate you. They separate you to manipulate you. Like this is this is what the legal system is designed up is to manipulate you. It's not to bring justice. It's like and even as and even with them saying, "Oh, okay. Yeah, they they forced us to into this confession and everything." All right, boom, I got this videotape. So you saying they forced you to do that? Yeah, all that that I said is a lie. Well, what you're saying right now is the truth though. How do I know which is a lie? Like I can see how they spun that. If you're a reasonable person. If you're a reasonable person, you can see how they spun that. And of course, when you see something like that on Netflix, it's taking a hard cut on one side. Of course, that's what documentaries do. So it's kind of like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's designed for me to hate this prosecutor and, and everything and to hate all the cops. That's how it's designed. And it's designed for these boys to be innocent. And you can see the gaps like, oh, so 30 people was in the park and you pulled out these five? Yeah. Seven, it was seven. Seven? You know, originally it was seven. They don't talk about that on the documentary though. The original story, they actually say they were damn near like fifty deep walking to a party. They never made it to the party though, but it was a whole group of them. Yeah. But yeah, had... seven people originally got arrested. Two of them got let go because their, they... their parents were smarter. A lot, a, a lot of that, a lot of that <laughs> plays into it. Yeah, they, they just they had they they just their parents were smarter. Hey, hey, sign this so so I can go home. All right, bet. <laughs> I, I, I want to end on this. In like, fifteen years, oh, go ahead, <laughs> bro. I feel I feel like black people in general, like they make me laugh because like we've had so many movies since nineteen eighty nine that have pretty much touched on that shit, like how they treat black people. Like we know what's out here in these streets. Like we know why our parents were like strict on us in certain places. Like we know, like. Like, I don't understand why at 30 plus, a lot of motherfuckers are acting ob- Like I understand, like, if my son asked me some shit. But, like, I'm confused about how grown-ass adults are, like, mind-blown by this. I'm like, where y'all been? And then they have to say something like, we need to reform the justice system. No. It's doing exactly what the fuck they wanted it to do. It was just the way they wanted it. Have y'all niggas not seen Menace of Society, Boys in the Hood, set it off, like... Haven't y'all seen the injustices in these movies? South Central? Niggas had the whole shows, like The Wire. Like, what's going on? Like, what have niggas been doing? Injustice would imply, I'm sorry, injustice would imply that they had all the information, everything was pointing towards them, and they got it wrong. But they purposely got it wrong. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. technically, they didn't get it wrong. They they picked who they wanted. Yeah. yeah. They got it right by their perspective. And, yeah. and to your point, that's what the justice system is designed. All right. We found this suspect. How do I make him 
or make her be in this place at this time and to commit this crime. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, yeah, okay, I found this sock over here. Well, if I triangulate, he could have been at this place at this place in a five-minute time span, and she say this happened at this time. It's meant to further their theory, to prove in their theory. And you have to dis you know, you have to disregard that. You have to do whatever you can to say, no, what you're saying is wrong. And you typically need a witness that's Incredible. Probably white. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And because uh, if, if well as well as vouching for me, they gonna lock us both up. Ain't <laughs> y'all black asses? We don't care about neither one of y'all. <laughs> you, y'all, oh, this your witness. Guess what? He was there too. We know you ain't see that shit. Well, you was in the gym all goddamn day. <laughs> if it did happen to Jim, well, ain't see it. See, at least I got an alibi. <laughs> shit, that shit but ain't no. happened by the weight set. Fuck that. <laughs> No, but the reality is the shit that made me like I said I I appreciate when they see us. Definitely, the last episode to me is the only one really worth watching. But um, I mean, it, it worth watching in the sense of it, it it all comes together and you're like, damn, like okay, damn, like this is fucked up. Like they went too far. But the reality is like we've been seeing this shit. Like we got the Genesis. We got you know we got Emmett Till. We we we've seen you know. Uh, Freddie Gray, we seen the Sandra Black. We seen injustice over and over and over again. And I've said it on the episode. Nigga, what we gonna do? What what have we done to change? Oh, I'm get mad. Just get, ah. just get angrier and angrier. Nigga, that shit ain't did nothing for us. And then nothing. they they clapping. Oh, she lost her publishing deal. She lost this. She the money already made. See, let me tell you something. On, on that <laughs> the note, money is already made. Yeah, like people think that shit is cool that Social media is is you know the, the 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 executioner, the jury and execution. Like they think that shit is cool. See that shit ain't gonna be cool when they start having the black people. When you start digging up shit on like the Jay Z's and shit, and they going back thirty years and ruining people's lives. Like like they, they, I'm telling you, like if it's working against white people, it's definitely gonna start working against black people. Like motherfuckers got to be careful with that shit because we're 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 really we're incriminating people on you know. All I'm saying is that we've been knowing like. These guys got off in 2002 or some shit. We've been knowing about this shit. So she loses. She's been selling books all this time and nobody gave a fuck. But all of a sudden, y'all give a fuck now. Like, that's dangerous. Like, y'all got to understand, like, that shit is going to backfire. And it's going to be people close to you that you love the most that's going to feel the brunt of that, the brunt of that shit. Because, like, it's, that's, that's not really right. Like, we, we need to be more active. We need to be more active now. I feel like that's one thing. Like, I'm, I'm all good with awareness. But at the same time, like, it it's only seems like the awareness matters when it doesn't affect one of our people. But when it starts affecting our people, that motherfucker's gonna start being like, okay, this shit ain't cool. We taking this shit too far now. Like we can't be in we can't we as society can't indict people just because, oh, I'm aware of it now. Let's ruin their life. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be like that. That ain't cool to me. She deserves everything she getting, but at the same time, I wish it went a different way. I wish motherfuckers would really I wish people would actually care more. And really pay attention more, and not just when it's convenient. Well, too. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. But yeah, man, <laughs> this this is a nice one. That app popping? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I got a text message, but oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. What's your review on that app? Whoa. <laughs> I'm all tens across the board, baby. The fuck? He didn't even know I was there. He just kept doing push-ups the whole time. That's a fucking asshole. Yeah, girl. He, want, he wanted me to spot him. 
I, I, I didn't even know what that was. I wore heels. He just kept talking about his abs the whole day. <laughs> yeah, talk about that. He started days. asking me about my macros. I, I had no idea. <laughs> they ain't ready for that, Jay. They're not ready for that, Jay. But shit, man, you got words of advice? Do I got words of advice? Ain't did that in a while. Man, because I'm, I'm really sick of them, honestly. Everybody? Everybody. I mean, me too. <laughs> That's the new Me Too movement. I'm sick of everybody. But shit, man. I mean, I mean, if I had to give some words of advice, something to hold you over until we decide to record again, I would say um, do more of what you want. Like, a lot of people make adjustments and, like, oh, well, I feel like I need to do this for this person or I need to do this for this person and always put themselves on the back burner you need to start doing what you want because if the more you do for other people the less they're going to do for you so then in that case nobody's doing for you so you got to do for yourself i like that uh ain't much i got to say i'm so sick stop bullshitting stop bullshitting stop lying to yourself wear a condom when you play video games wow was i here getting it in you, you you what uh marvel movie was that where um at the end, that post-credit Thanos was like, "All right, cool. I'm just gonna do it myself." Do it myself. That was kind of, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. No, yeah. no, that was the that was the first Avengers movie. Might might have been. Words of Advice Part Two. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta stop waiting on motherfuckers. Yeah, man. You got Thanos that shit. You got Thanos that shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta be inevitable. That nigga, he's inevitable. Thanos is the best rapper of 2019. He is. He is. I don't care what they did to him on that endgame. Thanos sat there and said, you you know, you couldn't live with your failures. And what did that bring you? Back, Back to me. me. <laughs> <laughs> the bars, though. Bars. Bars, though. Did he have to chopping people with a helicopter blade? <laughs> nigga chopping them up. Literally. He's literally chopping them up. I fuck with it, man. Double entendres everywhere. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's content, man. That is that is content. This content. was a great episode. I think since this episode was so good, the people that are listening should go leave comments on SoundCloud. Definitely. You should go into iTunes and rate and leave a review. I, I really would appreciate that. You should go to Spotify and do whatever you do on Spotify. I still don't know how that works. Yet. I still don't know how that works. And I, and I have no idea how to get to the Google Play Store, but I'm on that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and don't forget, it's two different podcasts. It's, it's No Boundaries Podcast and When We Feel Like It Podcast. We, I, we, we, we can't let a man not have no words of advice, though. Oh, did he? He, he, he did. He said, "Wear a condom when you play video games." Wow, that's that's fucked up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked up. But yeah, man, I, I don't know when we'll do this again, but uh, we will do it again. I mean, and and Sean, again, we appreciate you for having us. It's all good, champ, man. Appreciate y'all coming through, man. You having two episodes this week? Probably so. If you know, I've been on my bullshit lately, but you know, I ain't gonna hold y'all up too much longer. I bet. <laughs> and with that being said. This has been the No Boundaries When We Feel Like It podcast. Clever. Hey, I try. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go on. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?